0: Hey guys, it's Alana and welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People. We have a really special episode today, like one of the most special ones. My boyfriend Jake will be joining the show today. I really appreciate him doing this. I know it's definitely out of his comfort zone, but he's been really a trooper throughout the Seeing Other People and my content journey since we met. So just got to give a shout out to Jake for being supportive and being down for all of my shenanigans that he may not otherwise have wanted to subject himself to. So that's first and foremost. We're going to talk all about our relationship and what it's been like since we met, when on our first few dates, when we decided that we wanted to commit to each other, when we decided that we were in love with each other, what some of our ups and downs have been, our challenges, our Highs and lows, and really everything in between. This is a really, really special episode, like I said, and I appreciate everybody who sent in those questions. And also, got to give a shout out to you guys, the seeing other people, family, the listeners, everybody out there, because I really appreciate you guys for embracing mine and Jake's relationship. I know, obviously, this is a dating podcast, but it does mean a lot to me that you're curious about my relationship. I mean, I know I talk about my dating life a lot on here and and my personal ups and downs and everything that I've been through, but it does mean a lot to me now to be in this really wonderful, healthy relationship. And I love that I have the opportunity to share it with you and talk to you about it. And hopefully you guys can learn a thing or two and, and take something away from what you hear from me and Jake today and just what you hear from me in general. So really appreciate everybody tuning in. Really excited for you to hear this. Some other little housekeeping things, just a reminder, I do dating app profile revamps. If you feel like your dating app can use a facelift, can use some improvement, maybe it's your photos, you're not sure which photos you should have, maybe you really struggle to write prom dancers or bios, or you're just not feeling like your profile is attracting the right kind of people, I got you covered. I have years of experience doing this. I love revamping your profiles. You can head to the link in my bio on Instagram to schedule a dating app profile revamp. And if you're in the boat where you feel like your dating app's working fine, but you have some other stuff going on that you want to talk to somebody about, but not necessarily your friends, or you want an unbiased opinion, or you're in a situation that you're not sure what to do, or you just want to talk to me. I got you covered with that too. Uh, Those are my emotional support human sessions. They're 30 minutes long. I love getting to know you guys. I love actually having that FaceTime with you and hearing what's going on and seeing how I can help you with your dating lives. So again, if you want to schedule a dating app profile revamp or an emotional support human session, the link in my bio on Instagram, or you can also go to direct.me slash Alana Dunn and those will give you the links to schedule those directly. I wanna talk to you guys about my weekend for a minute. One thing that you probably don't know about me is that in my family, not only am I the youngest, but I've also been the only girl. I have two older brothers, two years older and four years older, and I have two first cousins who my family's always been close with. You know, we spent every holiday together, vacations growing up, um, and they're three years older and five years older. And again, they're both boys. So I've always been the baby and I've always been the only girl. And growing up, that was definitely lonely at times. You know, I was never excited necessarily for vacations because I felt like the boys would always go off and hang out and I wouldn't really have any like sibling or cousin friends to kind of talk to and obviously that changed as we got older you know my cousin John I'm like incredibly close with and obviously my relationship with my brothers has changed like we're all mature and, and good friends now and all that but it's really exciting because my two cousins are now engaged and They were all in town this weekend, them and their fiancés, because one of my cousins is in a band and they do a show once a year in New York City. And so I got to get dinner with my cousin's fiancés and got to spend time with them at the show. And it was just really, really lovely for me to finally feel like I had other girls to hang out with and not only hang out with, but like their family or at least when they get married, they will officially be family. But, you know, I already look at them as family now. And it was just it was really, really nice and really meaningful. And I definitely want to encourage everyone if you have family members that you're not that close with or that are joining the family, you know, a a cousin or a sibling's new fiance, definitely take the time to get to know them. I think family is so important and so meaningful and it was just really, really nice. And I remember talking to one of them at the concert and I was like, it is so nice to have you. Like, I'm so excited to have you. I know that I've already had you and I will continue to have you, but it's just so nice. And it means so much to me that like, you're so welcoming to me and that we really want to like take the time to get to know each other and stuff. And it was just really nice. So I wanted to share that with you guys. And you know, I just love seeing love stories unfold. I went Uh, wedding dress shopping with the other fiance who I'm like really really close with over I've become really close with over the years and that was my first time going wedding dress shopping with anyone we went to Kleinfeld's it was a really cool experience everyone was really cheering for the other brides there were like 10 brides there at, at a time trying on dresses and we were all like like encouraging them and telling people what we thought looked amazing and and one girl did end up saying yes to a dress and the whole place erupted in cheers and it was like this really magical moment and I couldn't stop smiling looking at these people trying on dresses to celebrate their love stories so with that one last love story update is my neighbor yep we're back to my neighbor you guys she is living her best life so, backstory if you haven't heard the last two Tuesday episodes, my neighbor whose love life, dating life was a complete dumpster fire, I ended up encouraging her to download Locks Club because all of my other friends who have downloaded it ended up being in finding people on it and like ending up in great relationships. And so I was like, okay, at neighbor whose name I will not mention, you have to download this app. And so she did, and instantly, just recapping again, instantly, like, her conversations were better, her matches were better. These people were matching with her and actually starting engaging conversations, wanting to get to know her and then turning those conversations into dates and genuinely like asking her out and following through and, you know, confirming the day of and all that good stuff. And she ended up going out with three different people the other week and she's seen one of them a few times since then. And it's like very upfront communication. Like he's already introducing her to his friends, telling her that he doesn't want to see anyone else, you know, wants to still go at a normal pace and not rush things. But was upfront to say that, like, he actually does not want to see other people and is not gonna go back on Vox Club or any other dating app because he really wants to see how things unfold. And you know, the other two people that she went on dates with were also so great, like, they texted her the next morning saying they had a great time and would love to see her again. She also decided that she really liked this third guy she went out with and wanted to give him a fair shot, so of course, she sent those anti ghosting texts because we love a mature a communicator, but seriously. It's been incredible seeing this unfold. And, like, again, I cannot believe this all happened from her downloading Locks Club. And just the quality of the people, the quality of the matches, the quality of the conversations, and now even, like, how people are engaging with her and interacting, like, before the date, after the date, regardless of how it went, just really amazing to see. So you guys, if you're not on LOX Club, obviously this is a sign to get on LOX Club because you are doing yourself a complete disservice if you are not on it. And I say that after seeing so many of my friends meet great people on it who they are in such happy and healthy relationships with now. And hopefully my neighbor is next. I did reach out to Locks Club after hearing all these stories from my friends and I got you guys a expedited membership review referral link. So you can click the link in bio or you can just download the app and type in Ilana, I-L-A-N-A, as your referral, and that should give you an expedited review. So check that out. I'm super excited to hear how your Lox Club love stories unfold. Obviously, DM them to me. And let's get into the episode because I really can't wait any longer. This intro went on way longer than I thought. I want to get into it. I'm so excited. Thank you, Jake, for being here. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Hey, guys. It's Ilana. And Jake. And welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People. Wow. That was cool. That was special. You did great. So, okay. We have a different kind of episode today. Actually, we have our first repeat guest ever on the podcast, which is pretty wow.
1: cool. Wow, That is cool.
0: Yeah. Do you feel special?
1: A little bit, yeah. I feel like I have like an advantage to being the repeat guest, and there's no merit to it at
0: all. I, I mean, I also <laughs> would say there's another advantage. Like, you know me. More than like any other guest has known me, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, except for some. I've had some close friends on the podcast on Unfiltered episodes. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, you guys sent in questions for Jake and I to answer. I'm super excited to get into this. There are some hot topics in here. We are going to start it off with a question that kind of brings us back to when we first started dating. What did Jake originally think about Alana working with a guy she went on dates with?
1: I like this question. Um with Jonah, I don't know, I thought it was definitely like interesting. I mean, he was always talking about how you uh <laughs> you were like in love with somebody else and that's why like you and him didn't work out. He seemed like I don't know, you both, like every episode was different. It was like one episode you liked Jonah, the next episode Jonah liked you type things. So it was like kind of a weird dynamic and I wasn't really sure how it would go with us as we'd mm-hmm. like started dating. But I felt like you were definitely like out on Jonah in terms of like dating at that point. So I wasn't like concerned about that. And yeah, I mean you do a dating podcast, so like you're gonna talk about your dating life and whatnot. And just so happened that your co host was somebody that you went on like a couple dates with. I didn't think it was like crazy. You weren't right. like in a serious relationship. Yeah, we weren't like anything. dating
0: for years and then broke up but decided to like Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Do you think it was like weird for us that I or I slash we ended up talking about like dating so much? Like was that a weird experience for you?
1: That me and you started talking about dating so much? Yeah. No, because I love like the dating conversation. Like I I mean, we always talked about like Jared Fried and his mm. podcast, and I've listened to that like a million times. Um so I just like genuinely enjoy this type of like discussion and banter. And that's why I listen to your podcast still like it wasn't just I started listening to your podcast when we first started dating like I still listen to it today like I listen to today's episode.
0: Yeah guys Jake is literally <laughs> seeing other people's number one fan yeah. like in the best way.
1: Yeah I do like seeing other people. It's yeah. a good show.
0: Like like true like supportive boyfriend number one fan. And like on
1: Spotify it will be my number one this year. <laughs> Hell yeah
0: I love love that. Uh, well thank you. Have you given a five star rating and review? Of course. Oh, you're the best. (laughs) Have you followed on Instagram?
1: Surprisingly, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Have
0: you told your friends to listen to the podcast? Told
1: all my friends.
0: that is what we like to hear even you guys.
1: told my boss and my boss listened to an episode <laughs> oh my god
0: I got yeah Jake came home or came over the other day and was like oh like my boss told me he listened to an episode I was really nervous like that I was like oh my god I hope it was a good one
1: well now I'm nervous too because he might like listen, listen to, this to this episode <laughs> or something like that if you are Derek hi hey Derek
0: <laughs> okay cool next question from a guy's perspective so Jake from your perspective do you need to have the spark with someone
1: uh no i mean i think we like talk about this a lot that our relationship started off as like more of a slow burn type of thing i mean there's things you need to like have mm-hmm. in a relationship but no i don't think like you need to like meet it needs to be fiery and like pull each other aside or something like that i think it can grow over time and like build a really good relationship that way
0: what did you think of me after the first date because i've told the story like of my perspective of that after our first date where i was like yeah like this guy's like cute normal like we talk like i won't die if i don't see him again but like
1: yeah i mean probably closer to the same like hey (laughs) (laughs) no no i definitely knew i wanted to see you again i think like i knew that uh the situation wasn't great like we were outside it was freezing whatever and yeah just wanted like a second date so yeah i think that if we go on the apps and you talk and you meet once like i don't know you should at least give it a second try i feel like a lot of people like cut it off after one date or something yeah. like that and then it's like you didn't even know the person i mean i get it if they're not like listening or something like that or they're talking about themselves the whole time or you're just physically not attracted to them and right. those are the reasons like i think those are fair um because of yeah i just think they're fair yeah. <laughs> but like yeah if you like, talked to them for a little bit and matched and went on a date and, like, kind of liked the person, I think it's worth it to give a second date.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, okay, what, Jake, what dating advice do you hear women say about men that you disagree with?
1: I would say a lot of girls say that they don't like someone who plays games, and I feel like that's true, like, people don't want someone who plays games, but at the same time, like, a guy or a girl needs to like have like a calm approach. Like you can't be too jumpy at the beginning either. So even if you are really excited, like I think with me and you, like I was excited after like date two or three and then you're going to Florida and like, I couldn't be the person that was overbearing and being like, I need to talk to you. Like whatever we need to like hang out tomorrow when you were leaving for three weeks. So you need to like relax your emotions. Those first like six weeks of dating or so, like crazy right like you go it's like a roller coaster when you first start dating someone you're like excited for the date then you go on the date then you're like oh I like them do they like me now do I like them (laughs) isn't it weird
0: after (laughs) like a few dates with someone you can be like oh my god like I might die if I don't see this person again and it's like wait a second you literally didn't know them two weeks before
1: there's like so much anxiety in the first I would say like four weeks of dating somebody is just like total emotions every which way yeah so if you can't see them for like a week and that's kind of what it is when you first start dating somebody everyone's like you kind of go on a a date a week Mm -hmm. right you're like I can't do like two dates in a week or that's too much I can't like ask them to see them tomorrow because it's too much like there does have to be that type of like reserve I guess yeah can't be too uh I don't know can't want it too much
0: yeah our timing even though obviously there was like that three-week gap after our second date when I was away but it was really interesting like you had your work schedule was different like you were only free like Sundays and Mondays because you worked at night um the rest of the nights and it actually I think like worked well where like I knew that I mean I think (laughs) that calmed my anxiety so much (laughs) because I was like oh like I don't have to worry about what this guy's doing because like I know he's at work Um, but that's another story. Um, but it was really, I think, good and kind of routine that like after our first date was on a Monday, you asked if I wanted to do something again the following Sunday, which then you realized was Valentine's day. And I think you felt a little awkward and then asked about Monday instead. We did Monday. I think it was good that we like kind of knew that that became our day. We always hung out on Mondays.
1: Yeah, I think you moved your work schedule around to be like off on Mondays too. And we'd have like a whole day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, we had such Mondays. Except everything was closed on Mondays.
1: Yeah. Remember uh, that? Especially, and that became Monday,
0: Tuesday and everything was still closed on Tuesdays. Especially
1: <laughs> during the pandemic. Yeah. Where it was like oh restaurants were like, we need to be closed on Mondays and
0: Tuesdays. I was like, oh, okay. We came up with so many fun date ideas that we couldn't do. We still have to do the photo booth tour. Photo booth. Photo booths are open now. Cool. When it comes to talking about how Jake and I ended up together, I have to give credit where credit is due. Right before I met Jake, I heard about Mindset Wellness CBD and I heard about how CBD can actually help you with your anxiety. So I tried their Happy Gummies and I loved how it made me feel like my best self. And then I tried their Calm Gummies and it really helped alleviate a lot of my anxiety. That's when I started incorporating the Happy Gummies and the Calm Gummies into my dating routine. I would take a happy gummy before my date to take back a little strip of anxiety without making me feel out of it. it's not like having a shot before a date, like it really didn't impact my behavior, but it enhanced my mood and it made me feel less anxious and more present and just happy, like how I would wanna be on a date. And when I would get home from each date, I took a calm gummy. This is because the hardest part about dating for me was after the date when I would start to overthink everything, make up stories in my head and let my anxiety take over. The Calm Gummies gave me the opportunity to not be filled with anxiety after. Instead of staring at my phone endlessly waiting for texts or staying up all night staring at the ceiling replaying every moment of the date, I was able to just be happy about how the date went and remind myself that the date went well and no amount of anxiety staring at my phone questioning things and rethinking things would change the result of it. I can't thank Mindset Wellness CBD enough for helping me with my anxiety and for helping me get into the relationship that I'm in today. If you have not tried CBD or if you haven't tried Mindset on Wellness CBD, you're doing yourself a complete disservice. Trust me. Head to mindsetwellness.com, fill up your cart with whatever mindset you're feeling. Again, my favorites for dating are happy and calm. And let me know how it goes. I love hearing your mindset wellness CBD success stories. Oh, and of course, use code Seeing Other People for 20% off and free shipping. Okay, next question for you is uh, Jake, what do you think of the so called dating rules?
1: The dating rules. Um, I disagree. Like, I don't think there are dating rules. I think, like, you talk about that all the time. I definitely agree on your stance of it um that there aren't dating rules and like everyone's different like you find the person that like you're most compatible with and like they're gonna like you for the weird stuff that like you like you know I think we have a lot of the same interests like similar background (laughs) like whatever um I think everybody like has somebody like that that they like yeah will be good with one day so I don't think there are any rules I think if what you do scare somebody away, then they weren't the right person, and yeah. that's, like, totally fine.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree. I think people will try and justify the rules in so many different ways, and I'm sure you guys listening listen to other podcasts where they're, like, super dating rule-focused. But I, I do think at the end of the day, yeah, like, if somebody thinks you're weird for double-texting them or asking them to hang out on a day's notice or saying you can only hang out, like, during the day on Sunday, like, there's nothing weird, like... Yeah, it's if, almost
1: better to do the weird stuff kind of early. Yeah. If, I mean if if double texting is weird, I don't know like how crazy that is, but if if someone's like so turned off by double texting and you do it on like the second between second and third date or something, yeah, at least you found out in right. the first 10 days versus 2 months from now or something like that.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I think when people try really hard to follow dating rules, they end up not being themselves. And if you're not yourself, the person that you're going on dates with isn't going to get to know you until it's like too late. And then they're going to suddenly wake up one day and be like, oh, my God, like Jake is not the person that I thought he was. He's been playing all these games and following these rules that have kind of hit his personality.
1: Yeah. You don't want to live in a lie. Yeah. i <laughs> to be who you are.
0: Yeah. Be who you are. Love it. Jake. Um, dun, 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 dun. Who is your favorite Jonas brother and why?
1: Oof, Probably Joe. I mean, no, definitely Joe. I don't know. He's just the coolest, I feel like. In what way? Define cool. (laughs) I don't know. That's a tough question. I mean, Joe's my favorite. I don't know why. I can't really put it into words. You're a Joe girl. I'm bad with words. (laughs) (laughs)
0: You're a Joe girl. He's a Joe girl, you guys. Do you think it is easier to date in New York City as a guy as opposed to a girl?
1: Just New York City. Um... No, I mean, I think it's like the same challenges, right? Like, why would it be any different for guys versus girls?
0: Well, okay, in general, do you think it's easier to date as a guy or a girl? Take take the New York part out.
1: Ooh, I don't know. I think it's hard for both. Like, I think each one has like its challenges. Like, guys have the same anxieties as girls. Like, I mean, probably not as much in terms of like what they wear out for the date or something <laughs> like that. Um, Jake
0: recently learned that sometimes I have to try on 20 outfits before I feel like comfortable wearing one. So <laughs> that's where we're at.
1: But, no, I don't know. I mean, you know, everybody has their challenges with dating. I think before I met you, like, dating was super hard. I mean, I was traveling a lot for work, so it wasn't, like, dating anybody seriously. Mm -hmm. But it was still, like, hard. It was, like, hard to meet somebody and, like, stay with them if I was, like, going to leave. And I think a lot of guys feel that same way.
0: Yeah. I have a question, actually, that I just thought of. So, for you, um, this is your first serious relationship. And I feel like a lot of times, especially as we get towards like our older or later, older 20s, later 20s, later, late, late 20s, like early 30s, people kind of put a stigma around somebody never having been in a relationship before. They say like, no, like I'm not here to train them. Like I'm not trying to be there first and like be their training wheels. And that's something that when I met you and, and heard that, I was like, is this a red flag? Like, meh. Not really. I mean, everyone's got to
1: date somebody eventually. I don't know.
0: Totally, totally. But I guess my question is, for people who do think it's, like, a concern or a red flag, what would you say to them? And I have my answer, too, and I'll share that after.
1: I mean, you might just not be, like, a match. Like, if that's, like, what you're concerned about in the relationship is that this person hasn't been in another relationship before, mm-hmm. then, like, yeah, it might just not be what the girl's looking for, the guy is looking for. If they're like, oh, this person's never been in a relationship, so they're not going to be right for me, okay. then... Yeah, maybe that's the answer.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Like, if you're going to judge somebody for that, then yeah. it's not it.
1: Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. like, I'm on, like, another level because I've dated someone before. Like, right. I don't know. It doesn't take away from someone's actual, like, personality traits or, like, who they are as a person. Yeah. yeah. So they just haven't spent as much money. And <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, okay, but isn't dating expensive, too, as a, like, guy in New York City?
1: I mean, what, I guess, what value do you lose as, like, what value does someone that hasn't been in a long-term relationship lose to somebody that has been in a long-term relationship? Is it that, like, they've met the other person's parents before? Is it that, like, they might, be better at like a dinner party or something i'm serious like i, I no, know I,
0: yeah i think people think like oh well they know how to deal with like ups I, and downs and they know how to have like harder conversations or talk about like relationship shit but no i i agree with you and, and this is something that i really learned from dating you because i heard, like had people sending me questions like uh, or saying that their red flags were if they've never been in a relationship before and to me it me no difference like you are who you are and you're able to communicate because you're emotionally mature and you're able to like have conversations with me and we were able to go through like every step of the relationship like normally it's not like oh you've never seen a relationship before yeah
1: it sounds ridiculous like I'm gonna like not be able to I don't know one of the things you just said was like when we have like a fight or something like you're not gonna be able to like talk I don't know right am I not a human I don't have these conversations at work or (laughs) with my family like
0: right also, there was a plus that, like, there was never an ex that I needed to worry about.
1: Yeah, I think there's, like, probably a lot of pluses I and mean, yeah. you go through stuff for the first time together.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, and yeah, also, just know. because someone's been in a relationship before doesn't mean they've been in a healthy relationship before. Like, I have been in plenty of relationships that, like,
1: It's like I promised the, the other person could sit on the couch and watch Netflix, too. <laughs> you
0: know? Like, Like, sometimes he gives me the better side of the couch, and I appreciate that, but I don't think he needed to be in a relationship before to accept that. Yeah, I didn't didn't
1: grow, like, empathy or something from (laughs) not not being in the relationship or something.
0: Okay, so it's settled. If somebody's never been in a relationship before, it is not a reason to write them off. Yeah, it's
1: a very, like, interesting one, though.
0: Yeah, I'm glad I I thought about that. Glad (laughs) you brought it up. Okay, next question is, what has been the most challenging part of your relationship so far?
1: (laughs) Um... I don't know. So many challenges.
0: <laughs> Every day. <laughs>
1: Food costs money. <laughs> some restaurants need to make reservations 30 days out. <laughs> um,
0: I forgot to bring my Polaroid some places. forget to bring
1: your Polaroid places. Yeah, really luxury problems. This is for Jared's luxury, luxury lounge, lounge right now. Um, I don't know. Our biggest challenge. Biggest challenge. Maybe like Barkley. Yeah. As great as Barkley is and as much as we love Barkley and I love Barkley. I mean, he's definitely like a lot. (laughs) (laughs) He's always there. I mean, your parents moving to Florida. So you go to Florida like for a week, a month.
0: Yeah. And I was going to Westchester a lot before then because it was like the end. Yeah.
1: So we went from like our families living 10 minutes away from each other to New York to Florida.
0: Yeah. not that that that's really a challenge like i don't think it's like a
1: huge deal (laughs) like i'm not concerned concerned about any of it we
0: need to talk about the really adorable thing that happened where his parents coincidentally rented a house for the winter in florida and of all the places in florida it happened to be literally 10 minutes away from my parents new house so not only did like we both get to go down there at the same time and like have dinner with like both of our families but like our dads were playing golf together and, like, our moms were, like, getting lunch, which is really cute.
1: It's true. Yeah. My parents are now upset because they're back in New York. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. It was very funny.
0: No, I agree. I, yeah, Barkley has definitely come with a lot of challenges and it's, like, hard to go out. I mean, he is very attached as... I Actually, don't know if I've talked about this a lot on seeing other people. Yeah, Barkley is kind of my owner. Um, I do love him and he does... He did raise me very well, but... He doesn't like to be without me. And so it's been really tough. Like if Jake and I want to go out to dinner, we have to find somebody to watch him. Um, We've definitely had to do a lot more things in and like, we've had to like turn down last minute plans because they haven't had someone to watch him and the list goes on and on. He is always there quite literally. But I do also, I mean, at the same time, like you've been so patient and understanding through all of that. And I really appreciate that. And I remember right when I got Barkley, I was hearing someone told me a story about their roommate who their roommate's boyfriend got a dog and the girl was so jealous and it ended up breaking them up because like the guy was spending all this time with his dog and like when she would go over – he would be like oh like you're so cute like you're so cute tonight and she'd be like like, look up and he was talking to the dog and not her and I'm like oh my god like is this what's about to happen did I just like ruin my relationship by getting Barkley and Jake's never really like loved a dog before he never grew up with dogs he never really had a dog that he like felt connected to and so I was really worried about that but um I like love and appreciate how much you've like welcomed Barkley into our lives.
1: Yeah, I love Barkley.
0: Barkley? Yeah.
1: No, stay sitting, Barkley. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> no, do
0: not rile him up. I was going to say, I think I think one of the biggest challenges, I think just since we met each other, was Zoe.
1: Yeah, I, w- I was was thinking that too.
0: Yeah. Um, For those who don't know, Zoe was my family dog um, who I got my junior year of high school. And she was like literally my best friend in the world. And last July... Um, July 4th weekend, Jake and I had just driven down like a five hour car ride in a crazy storm to Delaware for the weekend for 4th of July. And as we get there at like 1230, I get a FaceTime call from my parents and Zoe went missing and, um, we ended up. Yeah. I mean, it was like instantly like the worst, like my biggest nightmare, like biggest fear in the world was anything happening to her. And I mean, from that minute, like, It it was like you knew what to do kind of and I know like you definitely did it and you were like holy shit like what the fuck do I do but you were just like there for anything that I needed and like it's not like you were trying to like make it better because nothing could make it better but you were just like unconditionally there and like even from like us trying to figure out how to get back that night to like look for her in the morning and stuff like we ended up waking up at 3 a.m. and taking a 500 dollars Uber back from Delaware. Or somehow we found a driver to take us, but like you were looking up like renting cars and and like tr- like hiring someone to drive us and like literally anything you possibly could. Um, and then yeah, I think you only had met my family like once before that. You ended up staying for like five nights straight.
1: Yeah, that was a crazy weekend. Yeah, yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, and I just think that time in general is really really difficult. But like, yeah, you really helped. like I think you were you were like my whole family's like emotional support <laughs> human through all of it.
1: Yeah, it was sad. I cried a lot, too. Yeah, that was and the I, first time we saw each other cry. Yeah. And I'd only met Zoe a few times. I mean, we still were. I mean, we weren't like early on dating, but we were like pretty early. On. I mean, four months, maybe.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. OK, wait, When I think one of the things I think about when I think about that time and I actually don't think we've talked about this before, but we hadn't said I love you yet. And. Had by like, Zoe time, by Zoe time, we had not said it, and it's something that had been like on my mind for a while, and. Every single text that came through, or like people, even if I hadn't talked to them like five years, being like "I love you, Lana, like I'm here for you, like I love you so much, and like it was just like every time my phone lit up with a text, it was somebody saying "I love you," and like in my mind, I'm like, "Oh my god, we can both see this. Like this is so awkward. Like every <laughs> single person in the world is telling me they love me." This and, like, is all
1: news to me. <laughs> and we haven't
0: said it. And then I'm like, "Oh, like I really want to tell him I love him." But, like this is so not the time. Or like
1: <laughs> we really hadn't said it by that point. No. It couldn't have been much longer after that. No,
0: definitely not. But, like, I said it first for the record. Um, <laughs> which, again, like, girls, you can say it first. I feel like people always, like, want to wait for the guy. And, like, you don't need to wait for the guy. I think it's completely acceptable. Like, if you want to say it, you can fully say it. Agreed. Doggies. Challenge. Doggies. <laughs> I know there's something about Do- the
1: Doggies and dating.
0: Doggies and, and dinners. Okay. Um, both of you answer, how did you know you wanted to commit to each other?
1: You can go first.
0: Okay. I actually think that it was after our third date, our third date. So I was in Florida and I ended up getting off a wait list to get my vaccine. And I was supposed to be there for two full weeks. And this was right after the first week. And they were like, Oh, like, can we got an extra shipment in? Can you be here like tomorrow afternoon? And I was like, absolutely. Like didn't tell them this is like over the phone. Didn't tell them I'm in Florida. Like I booked a flight. Like in that moment for, like, the next morning. Uh, but I texted Jake. I was like, yeah, like, I actually just got off a wait list to get the vaccine. Like, I'm coming back for, like, 48 hours. Like, I'm getting my vaccine tomorrow, Saturday, when I come back, and I'm leaving Monday. And he was like, oh, like, let me see if I can get off work. Like, I'd love to, like, take you to brunch. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, this guy's, like, going to try and take off work for me? Like, that is so nice. For some reason, you were working that Sunday. Yeah. So we... Sunday, Monday, we talked about, but um, well, you
1: were gone, I think, so it didn't yeah. really matter at the time.
0: Ah, but I was like, at first, I was kind of like, oh, like this is a little aggressive. Like he's gonna try and like, but no, 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 no. See what
1: you texted me that you were coming home for a day. Like when you first texted me that you were coming back, I was like, oh, she's coming back like for good, starting tomorrow. And I was like, oh, cool. So we'll hang out next week. And you are like, oh, no, I'm only coming back for like sunday and then i'm leaving back on monday yeah so you had already texted me that you were coming home for 36 hours right. saying that you wanted to hang out with me during i don't
0: think i said i wanted to hang out no i'm pretty that was sure. all you no, no, no that was you no totally not that was i'm gonna find the receipts you oh, guys boy. i have this weird power where i can actually find old texts which we should talk about those old texts we, no, shouldn't. we shouldn't We
1: should old tax are weird i feel bad for anybody that has like their text exposed from like the first six weeks of day and i feel like it's just like so fucking awkward
0: um okay i'm typing in refinery rooftop. it's like oh
1: how many brothers do you have <laughs> you know <laughs> what i mean
0: oh refinery rooftop isn't popping up what else would it have been all right i'm letting myself down right now but in any case um yeah so he ended up Whatever, whoever asked first, I'll report back on that next week, you guys. But, um, pretty sure it was you. I don't think so.
1: You told me you're coming back, like, for I a I told reason. you I was going, yes,
0: no, no, because we were talking and you were sending me sad faces that you weren't going to see me for so long. I swear on my life, I swear on my life.
1: Now you're just gonna tell lies. (laughs) He's looking
0: at me like I have ten heads. But no, I'm not even getting. I remember sitting with Angie, um, my cousin's girlfriend, now fiance, who we're actually going to dinner with in an hour. We'll
1: ask her tonight.
0: We'll ask her. Yeah, that's a good call. This is our first argument. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, people always ask what we fight about. This right now, you're listening to it. Um,
1: These are probably what we fight about. It's like the little details of like a story. (laughs) Yeah,
0: coming from the couple who has a list of the dates they've been on. We're at this is 202 now, right? Date 202. I think so. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So it was on that date. We ended up getting brunch and then we ended up like going to a bar that was like in our old neighborhood. Uh, Shut out the gem because I'm sure a lot of you know about the gem saloon. We ended up like jokingly like walking there from refinery rooftop. And after that, we had already like been hanging out for like four hours or so. And like I was going to go home. Also, mind you, I had just gotten my vaccine and I was like not doing well. Like Jake was literally cutting my food for me and had to like put my jacket on for me. And I was like, oh, like I'm probably just gonna go back and like watch One Tree Hill. Like, you're welcome to join. And that was literally my plan for the rest of the day. And he was like, okay. And so we got in the cab and That's we-
1: why you liked me because I watched One Tree yeah, Hill.
0: Hold on. <laughs> I'm getting there this is the longest story ever, the way I'm telling it. But yeah, we ended up watching One Tree Hill from like literally like four PM to like eight. And I think just like sitting, like laying there, we were like, we were like we, like, didn't hook up or anything. Like, we didn't, like, we didn't not, you know, like, try anything. It just felt very comfortable. And, like, I... You were very sick. Was, yeah, I, that's true. You were not, I not well. well. I, I don't think we were in, well. like, position to, like... Yeah, very good call. But, like, I got home and I, like, changed into, like, comfy clothes. And, like, I felt comfortable doing that. Like, I just put on, like, sweat, like, sweatpants and a sweatshirt. And I didn't feel, like, nervous about doing that. And I don't know. Like, I felt like, oh, my God. Like, this is actually a person I can go have, like, a lot of fun without. And then come home and have... A great time with like sitting on the couch and watching a show for hours and so that's like definitely early on in terms of like committing which is the question so I guess I'm not really answering the question but all that said I definitely felt like that was a turning point for me where I was like oh like I really like this guy
1: yeah okay good answer um for me I mean I don't know probably throughout all of it right like I just felt like by the time we had like the zoo date in central park and uh... you guys should see the first picture
0: <laughs> that we have together it's one of those like cardboard with like the whole face cutouts
1: yeah that's a great picture oh my god it's, it's actually really funny cuz we went to the zoo in central park and we went to like the kitty zoo first <laughs> and I, and I've never been to like the zoo in it, central it just park just
0: some lambs and goats and, and birds it, it was
1: like it was like ending i was like oh that was like kind of like a weak zoo and Alana's like, wait, do you think this is the real (laughs) zoo in Central Park? (laughs) I was like, uh (laughs) That
0: was hilarious. That was a great day. No, we
1: started the day with waffles and mimosas on my rooftop.
0: (sighs) That was a great day. And then we
1: played Mario Kart and we were actually like probably too drunk to actually (laughs) Go out for the day. Oh, yeah, we, I, like, we were both just, like, like napping. Laid <laughs> down like
0: flat on your couch, like in front of your roommates. And I was like, "Good night." And it was like 11:30. Yeah,
1: morning. it's 11:30. All my roommates are working from home. We're like <laughs> falling asleep. A- oh my <laughs> we're,
0: Like falling
1: asleep. <laughs> um, but then the rest of the day was really fun. I we went to the Central Park and whatnot. And
0: Prince Street Pizza. Prince
1: Street Pizza. And yeah, it was just like a really fun. Good I had date. a meeting that night. You did have a meeting that night. you sat there while
0: <laughs> I had <a> <laughs> It's true. And then I asked for my meetings to be moved from Monday nights to Tuesday nights. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, after that I was like, I don't know, like we it was always fun when we hung out and I feel like you just we like connected and have the same like
0: everything. Everything.
1: I don't know. We're just very similar.
0: Yeah. In okay. a good way. Yeah. Okay. When slash how did you know the relationship was working out or would be better than and different than past ones?
1: Um, I feel like I'd have to, like, look at the date list or something like that to pick, like, an exact time. Fine but, <laughs> no, I don't know. I feel like...
0: I'm passing him the date list, guys. Oh, That's what's happening right now. I can go if you want. Yeah, go for it. I think it was, in, in terms of, like, us, like, versus, like, the relationship, just Jake in general, it was right off the bat. It was as soon as like he texted me like right after our date and was like, I had a great time. I want to see you again. And like that just like provided me with comfort. And then after our second date, he was like, I know you're going away for a few weeks, but I'd love to talk while you're gone and see you when you're back. And then just like me coming back for not so long and, and him making the time to see me. And it was just that communication constantly. And it really put me at ease and made me, It, it instantly felt different than other situations where i felt like i had to chase somebody or like somebody was playing games or playing hard to or i didn't know what they were thinking like his communication went such a long way with me and that's coming from somebody who had never been in a relationship before so guys reminder it doesn't matter
1: yeah it doesn't matter yeah i mean looking at all the dates i feel like we were super comfortable like throughout all of them honestly um
0: i wonder why we were like
1: so comfortable i feel like on our first
0: date we weren't i
1: actually feel like because we talked i mean the second date we actually talked about dating like a lot and i feel like we talked about jared freed and like <laughs> all this stuff and like similar to just like talking right now we were yeah. just drinking and talking about dating and like rules and stuff like that i feel like because i'm like pretty interested in dating and i do feel like people can get like better at dating and communicating and you know, just being like better people. Yeah. Um, I think those things like helped. I don't know. We like shared that interest from the very beginning. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like that was all like a big part of it for sure.
0: I think it was because I was interviewing Jared Freed at that time for seeing other people. And Jake <laughs> thought it was the coolest thing in the world. It was
1: pretty cool. Jared's a big deal.
0: <laughs> every, <laughs> I remember our first maybe like thirty dates at one point we we took a step back and we were like, Oh my god, like
1: Oh, this is so true. Like, That's fine.
0: Jared J- Jake has brought up Jared on every single we one. We used of to our play dates.
1: like a drinking game where like every time Jake it was actually every was time, every time Jake makes mentions Jared and every time Alana mentions Zoe. Yeah. 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 That's true.
0: No, we don't mention either of them much anymore. <laughs> a I lot think I, a lot on this podcast. I think I've become Jake's new Jared <laughs> is what happened over time.
1: I mean, I still listen to Jared.
0: You don't talk about him as much, though.
1: No, but I i mean, I could.
0: <laughs> Go for it. By all means, Jared, we love you. This
1: is just a Jared episode. <laughs> yeah. I do love Jared. But like that was what I think that helped me a lot. If was, we were
0: playing this drinking game right now. Sorry,
1: sorry, sorry. But like in terms of like I listened to Jared and like took like advice and feedback kind of from Jared. And I think because I relate to him in terms of like. He's just like a normal Jewish kid, like yeah. whatever went to Penn State, and felt like every one of his, all of his advice is like just super logical and like very common sensey. Yeah, and I feel like yeah, that's why that's like why we connected in this in terms of like dating and stuff. And actually, why I think it's good for people to listen to dating podcasts, like people that sure. are actually listening to this, like I do actually think it's helpful yeah. that you listen to podcasts and like you try to become a better dater and like you do stuff intentionally. I think when we both dated like it was after we both lost our jobs like we were like starting new things and we were just like i don't know it was very like intentional like we both knew what we were doing going into dating It was no like games there was not a bunch of like overthinking the texts weren't like weird like we knew like what a proper date was like who should pay like when you know what i mean like it was all just like we felt the same way about dating like with each other yeah and i think that helped (laughs) Which is why it was always easy.
0: So who should pay?
1: Well, the guy at the beginning for sure for like at least a little while.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we go to our next question. Do you ever feel like you have nothing interesting new to say to each other? What do you do? Oh my God, all the time. (laughs) (laughs) All the time. Do you think we're out of the honeymoon phase?
1: Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Somebody said that to us once. We were like... Oh, you know, we're still like we've never had an argument, and like we always have stuff to talk about. And they're like, "How long have you been dating?" We're like, "A year." And they're like, "Oh, well, you guys are still in the honeymoon." And yeah. I was like, "Oh, like is that still the honeymoon phase? Like one year into it?"
0: It's a pet. It can range from like six months to like two years. It real. I-, I think it's like six to eighteen months or something. That's a long time. Enough. But I, do you think we're still in it?
1: Um, I don't know. I guess not. If I didn't answer it like right away, I and mean, we still go to like great dates and stuff but i like i hope that never ends right? yeah i like, think
0: that's our personality like we want to yeah. be doing that stuff yeah so guys we said yes to a 9:45 reservation tonight
1: we're going to if we didn't go to this reservation we'd actually be asleep by 9:45 <laughs> wait
0: no it's so funny the way this conversation unfolded we're like debating basically this go everybody go follow i'm not even kidding if you live in new york city go follow nyc res x on instagram right now it is the most brilliant instagram i've ever heard about where, if people have a reservation that they have to cancel at the last minute, they can send it to NYC ResX and they will do like a reservation alert on their story and you can request their reservation. It's like the best restaurants in New York City, like restaurants that you can't just get a reservation at. And which so, is what we're doing tonight. Exactly. So, Jake, since literally like the day I met him, has been talking about wanting to go to Fort Charles and Fort Charles Prime Ram, if you don't know about it that's what it's called right the full name mm-hmm. yeah Cool. got it right go me and it's impossible to get a reservation and so um they ended up having a reservation available it was at 9:45 tonight and our our conversation about it was so funny um, where I'm like, oh my God, what do we do? It's so late. Like, can we do it? No, like we're going to be asleep. Like we still have to record. Like we can like go to the gym and then record and go, but it's so late. It's so late. Like, and Jake's like, and I would have had sushi yesterday. <laughs> and what would we do about Barkley? I'm like, I don't know. This is so stressful. And he's like, he literally goes, I already know we're not going to go. And we'll be in bed at nine 45 being like, wow, can you believe we almost <laughs>
1: and now we're going so i was we're wrong.
0: going we are going and that is a really big plot to us but yeah i mean i'm proud of us for going
1: yeah i'm excited yeah it, it has been on the list for like four years literally at least.
0: um okay so back to the honeymoon phase
1: yeah um i mean i don't think so like i think we're like can be i guess i don't know what quantifies the, the honeymoon stage
0: i mean I, I don't think we're in it anymore i think what what quantifies that or like, qualifies as that is like just thinking your relationship like your partner like everything is like perfect and always good and like they can do no harm not that I like think poorly of you or yeah, us yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean yeah like there are nights where like we come over and we have a uh, back to the question and like, we have absolutely nothing new to say because we talk all the time and mm-hmm. we just or like, oh, we need to watch a show. Like, what show do we watch? Oh, no, like, we don't have any shows to watch. We need to find a new show. Yeah,
1: I feel like that's when the relationship's good, that when you can, like, sit there and be like, we don't have to talk right Yeah, now.
0: we definitely have those times where we have nothing interesting or new to say to each other. And I think um, it's really interesting. I once read an article. There was this research study done that couples who have shows that they watch together, like, sit down at the TV and, like, watch something every night, end up staying married for longer than those who do not because they always have that to look forward to and to talk about at the end of the night, even, like, regardless of how busy their days were. If you have kids, if you have a lot of things going on, like, you always have that that brings you back together.
1: Yeah, and I think if there's ever an awkward uh, silence for us, we're just like, Barkley. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: and then we just, social and then social lubricant. And then we just stare at Barkley for, like, an hour straight, and we're like, he's so cute.
0: It's, those are, like, <laughs> the best I love those hours. <laughs>
1: So Barkley's like our uh, icebreaker, I guess. Yeah,
0: though he's a ch- he's challenging, but he's amazing. Yeah. Okay, how did you know you were actually in love?
1: You want to start? I don't know. No, go for
0: <laughs> it. I'll let you take this one.
1: Uh, I don't know. Everything just felt really comfortable and easy. And yeah, I feel like that was it. Just like somebody that I like trust and care about and want to be there for and all those things
0: yeah i don't know that i have an answer for like how did i know i was in love like i mean i definitely think like how he handled everything and and being there for me with the zoe stuff like helped but i think i already like i already felt that way before i mean i remember when we were in miami which you don't remember this guys i told jake i was falling in love with him and he doesn't remember this. i don't remember that and it was like the scariest like biggest moment for me yes i said i told him i was falling in love with him and that i loved him first
1: like a scene from The Bachelor. Thank yeah. you for saying that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, no, but I I remember just like like so badly wanting to say it and like not saying it because I don't know like I didn't, didn't want to say it too soon or whatever. But um yeah, I think it, part of it was just Zoe. Part of it like or how he reacted to that whole situation, how. He was so there for me. I think part of it was, it's weird that I'm saying he, like, you're right here, I'm talking to you, but I'm kind of talking to them. Hey, guys, what's up? Hey, guys, it's Alana. Um, I think part of it was how comfortable I felt with you, like, how safe I felt with you, just, I mean, yeah, it was everything. There was no, like, doubt at all. Yeah,
1: I agree. I feel like since, like, kind of the beginning, there's been, like, no doubt. It's always been really easy and comfortable.
0: Yeah. That's so cool. I completely agree. Yay. Oh, guys, it's so cute of us. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have a few more questions left. Which of Jake's roommates is his favorite?
1: Frank, for sure.
0: Oh, <laughs>
1: Frank actually just told us that he's leaving two months early. Did I tell you
0: this right? Yeah. Any? It's really sad. He's going to Brooklyn, isn't he? Is it official yet?
1: DBD. We'll see.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, guys, Jake and I are moving in together this end of summer. When his lease is up, I announced that in the intro last weekend, accidentally, or last week, last episode. Yeah,
1: my mom was very shocked to hear that. Really? <laughs> no, she was like, thank thank God you told me, because if I found out on Alana's <laughs> podcast, oh, I I... <laughs> <laughs> it would have been so
0: upset. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. When did yeah. you tell them?
1: I don't know. Maybe when we were, like, in Florida? Or yeah, I feel like, yeah, we, probably like, same. Yeah, we've known for a while, I feel like.
0: Yeah. Which, I think people also are like, oh, like, how do you decide that? Like, it just feels like, natural, like...
1: Yeah, it'll also have been, like, a good amount of time, like, a, yeah, a long like a enough a amount of time.
0: Like, exactly a year and a half. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's that. Okay. If you asked for your needs and your partner shut you down or got defensive, how do you ask again?
1: I mean, I would, like, try to sit them down in a more serious tone and ask them, I guess. Like, be like, we have to talk.
0: <laughs> That's the first time I've ever heard you say that and I hope it's the last. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: um yeah i don't know you just have to like say it straight some radical candor
0: mm, oh, god <laughs> i have such both, ptsd we both hate no, that book no, so much no, that book's the no, worst no, no, nobody no. should that book, read that yeah, book. term i can't at a high level i never want to hear that term again
1: <laughs> the logic behind it's right but corporations don't use it very well
0: no and it i am very stressed okay Oh, Jake, do you have any closing thoughts or things that like you wish to see other people fan would know or you want them to hear?
1: Um, no, everyone should go like subscribe, leave a five star review for Alana and share this podcast with a friend. I feel like that's always my biggest advice for Alana is be like, you have to be like Jared and tell them to go tell a friend and to like, yeah, (laughs) make sure everyone listens because, you know we've talked about Jared enough, but he really, <laughs> he really started like from the ground up and built it up. And it was like one listener at a time. And so I always tell a lot of that. So go, uh, like, and subscribe and give a five-star review.
0: I remember every time I actually started saying that, I would be like, Oh, Jake's going to be so proud. And then like <laughs> you would text me like, I'm like, you did it. Like, there you go. <laughs> I
1: am proud. Yeah. Yeah. And the podcast's growing, so it's good and it's exciting. Mm-hmm. And everyone that listens, like, alana really appreciates it and i really appreciate it and hopefully you guys are like learning stuff from this and enjoying it it's like an escape of uh work or life or whatever i mean i listen to podcasts like all the time when i was like in the gym or the airport stuff like that like podcasts are nice in that type of way um but yeah i don't have anything to promote on social media or anything (laughs) (laughs) total opposite of alana i haven't posted on instagram and. Four years.
0: Okay. First of all, I'm still laughing about imagining your mom finding out we were moving in together from the podcast. That would have been tragic. Uh, hi, Nancy. But um, also, yeah, Nancy, I appreciate you listening just as much as I appreciate Jake listening. And seeing other people's number one and number two fans are Jake and his mom. So we love that. We're trying. <laughs> they're they're putting the show on their back. <laughs> um, no, wait, guys. Jake's been recognized on this like jake's been recognized in public
1: yeah that was actually really cool
0: do you want to tell everyone about it
1: yes i will tell everybody about it so i was working at a restaurant on the upper east side and i had to ask a table to like move over or something and so i go hi do you guys can you guys move over and they're like sure they're like you look so familiar like do i know you and i'm like no (laughs) i don't think so um whatever conversation ends i leave come back later just to like walk the area checking on people and they go hey like can we speak to you for a second i'm like sure what's up they're like does your girlfriend host a dating podcast and i was like yeah she does that's like super weird She's like you're the boyfriend i was <laughs> like yes i am and even the person you met the other day on the street who did the interview said the yeah. same thing she's like you're the boyfriend
0: yeah like alana oh my god oh my god you're like the boyfriend jake yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. I remember telling my, like, I was more excited that you got recognized than I have ever been to get recognized. I remember telling, like, my parents, and they're like, oh, my God, like, that's so cool.
1: Yeah, it's pretty impressive for somebody to, like,
0: recognize, recognize you. me. Because like, it's not like you're, like, I mean, I guess if they follow me, they'll see you, but. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was cool. Yeah. So I'm pretty cool. much famous now.
0: Basically. Yeah. I think Barkley is, too. He's, he's getting there. I'm now committing to Barkley's rise to... To fame,
1: <laughs> Barkley.
0: Barkley. All right. Well, Jake, thank you so much for being here. On seeing other people, my final, final question is: What is the best piece of dating advice you've ever received?
1: Just throwing that in there at the end. Best piece of dating. You listen to every
0: episode. You should have seen this coming.
1: Best. Do you ask it every episode? I do. It's new.
0: In in the last two months.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Best piece of dating advice that I ever received. Um. Should I use another Jared one? There's a foot out there for everybody. Meaning that like your type is out there and <laughs>
0: There's a foot
1: out there. <laughs> and that like you'll you'll find your person when you're supposed to find your person and everybody has like their person out there. And I believe that.
0: What a lovely note to end on. Am I your person? You're my foot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm his foot. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget, as Jake said, give a five-star rating and a review. Follow seeing other people on Instagram. Alana's on TikTok, on Instagram. And send this episode to a friend who would benefit from hearing it. All right. We will see you guys, or I will see you guys, or hear you guys, or you'll hear me next time. Thanks, Jake.